That's it for North, a major esports organization bites the dust. I'm Mitch Reams, and this is the Esports Minute from Esports Network. While many people outside of gaming and esports have commented about how the pandemic is great for esports, it's really an oversimplification of the truth. The pandemic did raise some values, like discords, they did bring new attention to the space, but ultimately it was a massive headache for many businesses already desperate for a new revenue stream pre-pandemic. And while we haven't seen many org shutter, at least not major ones, that's changed today with North. The Danish esports organization was best known for its CSGO team. North had a stretch back in 2018, I think, where you could make an argument they were the best team in the world, or at least really close to it. But the CS team hasn't had a first place finish since DreamHack opened Sevilla in December of 2019. And based on the timing of the shutter, that string of prize money from CSGO wins might have been the only thing keeping the team afloat. In addition to CS, North also had FIFA players and an Apex Legends team too. It's honestly a bit odd that they've shuttered because it seems like they took a fairly cautious approach to expansion, and they've had success in the games they've competed in. That's usually been seen as the path to longevity in esports is don't enter into 10 different esports, and North only had three. The esports organization also was backed by some big partners as well. It was created from a collaboration by Nordisk Film and FC Copenhagen in 2017. North will also have an interesting distinction of being one of the first organizations to bring on a major athletic apparel partner. Through FC Copenhagen's existing partnership with Adidas, they signed a deal with Adidas back in 2018. That was one of the earliest moments of the ongoing race between Nike, Adidas, and Puma for esports properties. And while North has cited COVID as its reason for closing, I think it's likely the damages hit the two parent companies more and they couldn't afford the continued investment in North. North, like every other esports organization, wasn't really making a profit. And that's really the biggest danger for esports coming out of the pandemic. While esports has more eyes on it, it's still a speculative industry where investment is banking on returns in 5-10 to 10 years, not immediately. While the stock market did not crash, at least not fully during the pandemic, uncertainty in the economy is a bad thing for an industry reliant on large influxes of investment capital. North also cited lack of interest from investors as a reason for closing. If North's experience trying to find investors holds up, and investors just aren't as interested investing into esports organizations post-pandemic, North will not be the only major org to close. That's all for this episode of the Esports Minute. Two new full-length shows for you over the weekend. On the College Esports Quick Take, I talk with Chris Buckner, CEO of Mainline, about the value of drawing college esports events on rivalry lines created in traditional sports. And on the Esports Network podcast, I have one of my favorite conversations yet, talking with Nick Darazio. Nick is the Director of Corporate Strategy for Inven Global. For people unfamiliar, Inven Global is the global arm of Inven Korea, one of the leading content sources of all esports, and one that's been covering the Korean esports scene for almost two decades now. Nick has some really interesting thoughts about how Asia works as a marker for the rest of the esports industry, where esports is headed, and what really needs to change in the esports content world to make esports content reach the clicks and the profitability that it needs to actually be successful long term. I learned a lot talking with Nick. He's one of the people who's really experienced in the space. I think you all will enjoy the conversation. So you can find that podcast on the Esports Network podcast feed and then check out the College Esports Quick Take for that episode with Chris Buckner. As always, I'll be back on Monday with the top esports story of the day in just a few minutes.